From the concert halls to the juke joints, from churches to festivals in the fields, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan, celebrating the sounds of Memphis and the Mississippi Delta for more than 20 years. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide, major funding for Beale Street Caravan is provided by the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau and the AutoZone Corporation. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. This week on Beale Street Caravan, we feature Luther and Cody Dickinson, the North Mississippi All-Stars, in a performance captured in front of their hometown crowd. And Beale Street Caravan contributor Robert Gordon is back to talk with us about the history of high records. That's all coming up right now on Beale Street Caravan. The all-stars are Luther and Cody Dickinson. And their Memphis music roots run deep. They're the sons of Jim Dickinson, maverick, Memphis musician, and studio guru, who made records with big star Ry Cooter and the Rolling Stones, just to name a few. The North Mississippi All-Stars represent so much of what I love about Memphis music. The fire and the spirit, the familial ties, and the deep respect for what came before. They're a melting pot of all of our favorite things. And in more than one way, we've sort of grown up with the band. Yeah, that's true in a personal sense because I can't really think of a time in my life when Luther and Cody weren't out there in some form or another making music. They've always been a part of the fabric and that's also true with this radio program. It's grown up alongside them. The program was launched the same year that those guys decided to start the All-Stars. We've had them on almost every season since. Bill Street Caravan founder Sid Selvage was a longtime friend and collaborator with Jim Dickinson and turned to Jim when he needed a theme song for the public radio program he was starting. And Jim offered up the services of his son's brand new band, the North Mississippi All-Stars. And that's the song you heard before and after every episode for over 20 years. The band has since accomplished amazing things. Multiple Grammy nominations for their work. Multiple Blues Music Awards. Cody and Luther are in demand, in the studio and on the road. They're recognized for their body of solo, collaborative, and sideman work almost as much as they are for their core North Mississippi All-Stars catalog. That's incredible when you think about it. We've seen them go from punk rock kids and Memphis dive bars to world-renowned musicians and artists. Be sure to stick around after the break. We'll be sitting down and catching up with Luther and touching on that journey. Here are the North Mississippi All-Stars, live on Beale Street Caravan. Shake them on down low. I'm 
the first song we recorded for our new record down at Royal Studios with Boo Mitchell. And not only is it the first take of the first song we recorded, but it's the first time we ever even played this song together, y'all. That's how magic Royal Studios is in Memphis music, y'all. And the Mitchell family is the living embodiment of Memphis music, y'all. Come on. the zoo.
Pray for peace. Pray for peace. Here's more from the North Mississippi All-Stars, live on Bill Street Caravan. Thank you. 
That was the North Mississippi All-Stars live on Bill Street Caravan. We'll be right back with more music. But first, we're going to turn it over to Bill Street Caravan contributor Robert Gordon. Robert is a writer and documentary filmmaker. He has written several histories about Memphis music, including It Came From Memphis and Respect Yourself, Stax Records and the Soul Explosion. His next book titled Memphis Rent Party comes out in 2018, so be on the lookout for it. Right now, he's going to talk to us about the history of high records. Greetings, my fellow radio listeners. This is Robert Gordon, back for a taste of your love. We're profiling Memphis-based high records, and today we'll hear from some of the women of high and from the great Syl Johnson. Listen to those strings. Oh man, you can hear that the brilliance of the high record sound still shimmer in 1973. This track by Emma Coffey is one of those awful tales of humanity that makes us confront the black heart of man. You took away my purity, she sings and continues. Now you're going around talking about me. Oh no, baby. Didn't you see what kind of man he was? Look inside his heart, baby. His evil, exploitative heart. But ah, uh, no, it's too late. You made me what I am. This is another song about a kind of ruination. You've Got My Mind Messed Up was written by O.B. McClinton, who achieved renown as a black country artist on Memphis's Stax Records. The song was most famously done in an all-too-autobiographical fashion by Goldwax Records artist James Carr. The High Records version was recorded by Quiet Elegance, a female trio that came together in Detroit and was introduced to High by The Temptations, whom producer Willie Mitchell had known since his days as a touring artist. One of the vocalists was Lois Reeves, sister of Motown star Martha Reeves, but their style is a far cry from the Motown sound. Quiet Elegance never became stars at High, though there's much promise in this song that befits the group's name.
Before signing with High, vocalist Syl Johnson had recorded several hits with Chicago's Twinite label, including Dresses Too Short, produced by our man Willie Mitchell. Johnson was also known as a guitarist and harmonica player. The timbre of his voice had a similarity to Al Green's, and Willie Mitchell really pulled that out of him. Johnson's biggest hit for High, in fact, was a song written and first recorded by Al Green. Sill makes Take Me to the River less of a desperate plea, more of a demand. Listen closely to hear guitarist Teeny Hodges accenting the beat by sliding his pick along the guitar note. Bill Johnson released three albums for High, and one of my favorite singles is Back for a Taste of Your Love. Wasting no time in hooking the listener, Back for a Taste blasts in with horns and a thumping Leroy Hodges bass and a beautiful string arrangement. Did someone say High Records? The horns play such classic soul lines that you can see them moving in unison as you hear them play. The songs we've heard today come from between 1973 and 1975, and they're clear indications that High Records continued to carry the Southern Soul torch well into the new era. Funk was rising in popularity, disco was on the horizon, but High stayed true to its soul right up to the end. This is Robert Gordon, and you've been listening to High Times at High Records on Beale Street Caravan. See you next time. remind our listeners you can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Look us up and join in on the fun. For more information or if you want to get involved, go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com. Shoot us an email or sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can also keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast. It's available through iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and just about anywhere podcasts can be found. Speaking of podcasts, check out our newest production, the Blues Hall of Fame podcast, also available through iTunes, Google Play, and TuneIn. We have to take a quick break for local announcements, but stick around. There's more music to come. You're listening to The Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan.
AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and many other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com. Beale Street Caravan is also supported by awards from the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We're back, and for those of you just tuning in, this week on Beale Street Caravan, we're featuring the North Mississippi All-Stars in a performance captured at the Levitt Shell in Midtown Memphis. For me, the best part of having them on the show is I get to sit down and chat with my old friend Luther about all things music. So let's listen in on what Pat and Luther had to say. We're going to take a break from the music and chat with Luther Dickinson from the North Mississippi All-Stars. Hello, Luther. Hi, how are you? <laughs> That's your serious voice. Hello, everyone in Radio Land. So, okay, first of all, I don't know if a lot of people know, but for almost, I guess about 18 years, the Bill Street Caravan theme music was the creation of the All-Stars. <laughs> and Sid just said, hey, I want a song. Give me something bluesy. And y'all were like, okay. Well, uh, uh, Sid and our dad, Jim, were great friends in their band, Mudboy and the Neutrons. That's why we and all the other mud kids all play. Sid Silvage, you know, of course, sang and played guitar. Our dad sang and played piano and some guitar with Lee Baker and Jimmy Crossway. And that was the scene we grew up in, Mudboy and the Neutrons, total Memphis underground counterculture in the 70s and, and into the 80s until Lee Baker was murdered. And now the sons of Mudboy play. You know, now that Jimmy Crosswit's only original Mudboy in the Neutron left standing, and uh, it's such an honor any time to play with Jimmy Crosswit, a real Memphis legend. But yeah, we recorded that track for Sid, um, and you know, it's our nod to Elmore James and his whole tradition. So, growing up in that whole scene, what was the expectation for you as a musician? That's a great question, because seriously, there's a handful of us, all the... Uh, the kids, we all wanted to play, and we all played music, and we were playing our own high school rock and roll and doing our own thing. Our friend Steve Silvage had a big-ass truck. We had a band called DDT, and then later, the All-Stars in 96. And so we were all playing, and but we didn't play with our elders. Like We would go and watch them play, but they were our elders, like seriously, and we would mm-hmm. study them and talk to them, and, and that's what it was like until they got to a certain point. See, Motorboy and the Neutrons, they were four guys, but they were the four front men. They always had different rhythm sections all through the years, different drummers and bass players. And then it got to the point where we were the rhythm section. <laughs> and that was so much fun. That was huge for us. We were, like, late teens. Mm-hmm. And it was a dream come true, you know? And, you know, they had to adjust to us, you know? So there were no expectations. We had played music because we wanted to. And then it got to a certain point where we proved our worth enough. Maybe not that we proved our worth, but it got to where they said, okay, we got to teach them how to play. So they started to let us play with them and they taught us their repertoire so there was no expectation growing up until later and then Sid and dad they were song collectors they were the Memphis folk bohemians who were doing the coffee house circus you know they were rock and roll kids growing up rock and roll blues everything they liked everything you know and uh beatniks pre-hippies and that they were not hippies they were beatniks and heads and they were on the coffee house circuit when the blues revival happened you know, Bill Barth and John Fahey and, and Charlie Brown, these these cat and Dick Waterman, these cats from up north came down and plucked the living blues masters who were living in obscurity under the veil of the segregated South, you know? Mm-hmm. And Dad and his friends, they were listening to these records. They were reading books about these guys, but they hadn't broken through. And it took the open-mindedness of these cats 
from California and from up north to come down and literally go to the local rural post office and find John Hurt or find Sleepy John Estes or find Buckle White, yeah. you know, or find Gus Cannon, find Furry Lewis, you know, and all these cats. That's the real heart of the Memphis counterculture blues scene that we come from. They started having the Memphis Country Blues Festivals at the Overton Park Shell. But I digress, because the one responsibility they did pass to us is the repertoire. They were song collectors, their songs, their repertoires, the songs they wrote and songs they collected, that was their identity, and that's what meant the world to them, and they wanted to make sure that, that we kept the music alive, because it, it's who we are. Do you think that if the Sunhouse, the Furry Lewis, if you think the blues would be where it is today if those artists weren't rediscovered? Oh, that is such a dark counter-reality. I don't even want to fathom that. That's so, how sad are the implications of that? That's, that was the beauty, that was the magical symbiosis that happened that, that our friends called the World Boogie. And they say, World Boogie is coming. It was our, one of our, our loaf, you know. But when the Blues Masters and the Bohemian kids came together and they loved each other, you know? Yeah. The older cats couldn't believe that these kids liked their music and that they were having fun or having a career, yeah. you know? And the older cats, you know, because American roots music, it's a craft and a trade, you know, like bricklaying or being a sculptor or a cook or whatever. And I think it's best learned hand to hand, you know, with your elders, you know, be it cooking with your grandmother or playing a folk song with your, your uncle, you know what I mean? So it's it, to have that personal interaction is so important. I can't imagine that not happening. What have you seen as or taken upon yourself as your piece of taking it to the next generation. I think that it's the what comes back to the, the song collectors. It's the repertoire that must be protected. Uh, my new rap is that uh, American roots music as an art form in the big picture is a very young art form. It's in its infancy if you you know compare it to to other walks of art, you know, and, and it has to be protected. Uh, American roots music. It's not pop music, it's not disposable, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Those melodies go back as far as we can trace them, and those lyrics, uh, the poetry of the olden times are, are, are beautiful. And, you know, I owe it to, to Lee Baker and my father and Sid Selvage and Arl Burnside and Othar Turner specifically to perpetuate the songs that they taught me by hand because those people were so giving. They taught me so much, they put it in me so I could go out and do it. And... And the thing is, yeah, we're busy and we write songs and we produce other records, but every night, yeah, it's like the Mississippi that I perpetuate is a fantasy. You know, it's a combination of memories of my life growing up, and then, but then it's also the reality night to night, you know. When you travel all the time, uh, the music is your home. It's the constant. Every night you all come together and hopefully with an audience and you, and, and you make this, you conjure up this music and when you move like that, that becomes your home. And especially for us, we play so much homey music from our community and uh, just perpetuating the repertoire. Well, you know, I remember when the All-Stars first came out, the blues purists were like, oh, well, we don't know about these young guys, you know. And then the... I still feel that way the, <laughs> ourselves. I mean, I, I like my blues old-fashioned and pure, too. But now it's like you're an accepted part of this community. That's so sweet. But you've bridged it also with this other community, which is this sort of rock hybrid, and you've brought these communities together. 
you know? Yeah, I, I hope so, you know? I'm just grateful to everybody that comes and, and parties with us. You know, every ticket buyer has got my 100%, you know? And that's why I try and keep it together and give a consistent show night after night because I really appreciate and respect everyone that comes to join us in fellowship, man. Because without them, no more us, you know what I mean? And it's funny. So, okay, you say blues purists. I mean, people. the mistake people make is to think that, that Robert Johnson or Howlin' Wolf uh, or Buddy Guy were ever trying to be old-fashioned. Those cats were all forward-thinking geniuses, modern uh, uh, trailblazers, you know, changing the way uh, the guitar or music was... was uh, perceived forever. None of those cats were trying to be old-fashioned. We've had many conversations about being in the studio and capturing that moment, but the live show is its own entity mm -hmm. and it, it has its own evolution and everything. Do you still feel that way? Oh, it's pretty similar. You know, we like to record real honestly, you know, like we try not to overdub and I try to get live vocals and so you try to get the artist comfortable enough and willing to commit enough to really capture a performance, you know? Yeah. And we learned with our dad the other way, you know, where you get the band track and you get a good drum take and you fix it up and then you then you start singing on it. And But I, I grew away from that and more of documentary style. Myself, my brother, he's he's a masterful producer of, of any direction, but that's what I do. Yeah. Organic. <laughs> open, all about, all about that. Free range. Capturing the moment, yeah. still. <laughs> Thank you, Luther, for taking the time out to chat with us. We love you so much. Just so many times in the car, I've just pulled over and waited till the show was over. I love you oh, so much. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm glad people are listening. Well, we're going to go back to more music from the North Mississippi All-Stars at the Levitt Shell. We're going to do one for the ladies, y'all. My ladies, yeah. Tell you about a thing that been passed down. Grandma told baby girl how to shake on down. Gonna shake on down. Gonna shake on down. Gonna shake on down. You know, shake what your mama gave you. Shake what your mama
Here's more from the North Mississippi All-Stars live on Bill Street Caravan. Jimmy Crossway, living legend.
That was the North Mississippi All-Stars, live on Bill Street Caravan. Special thanks to our community partners at the Levitt Shell and to Luther and Cody for being part of the Bill Street Caravan family for all these years. To find out more about the North Mississippi All-Stars, go to NorthMississippiAllStars.com. That's spelled N-M-S-AllStars.com. Check out their tour dates, and they're likely coming to a venue near you soon. So this is one live show that you don't want to miss. Their latest studio effort was recorded here in Memphis at Royal Studios and co-produced by Boo Mitchell. It's titled Prayer for Peace, and it's available at all the usual outlets. Check it out. Be 
Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Arts Memphis, Tennessee Arts Commission, Tennessee Tourism, and Bridging the Blues for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You won't find programming like this anywhere else. You can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Follow us there. We've always got special features and additional content that we think you'll enjoy. Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can always keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available anywhere podcasts can be found. We'll be back next week, so see you then. I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. And you've been listening to the Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Mm -hmm.